Episode 88. The one with the good advice. Hey! Hello, I'm Lisa. Welcome to Truly Madly Smiley, the popular podcast for busy wild hearts who are curious, creative, and on a mission to find their own kind of happy. Have we met before? I'm sometimes called the Smiley Coach. But really, I'm more of a smile-spreading, storytelling, magic-making, daydreaming, lifelong-learning, rain-loving, wise, sensitive wild heart. Got that? And I want nothing more and to see you smile. You won't find happiness out there. It lives inside of you. So it's time. It's your time. Pop in your earbuds, place your hand on your heart, take a deep breath in and smile. Are you ready? That's it. Let's begin. Hello, hello, hello. Hi, lovely world heart. It's Miley here. How are you doing? Welcome back to another episode of Truly Miley Smiley. What are we talking about today? Well, we are going to be talking about people who give advice. Hmm. I've got quite a lot to say about this. And I wonder if you can relate to what I'm saying. So the other day, I met up with my friend and I was telling her about how I was feeling sad and a bit demotivated because when the winter comes around, I don't know about you, but it's kind of like we go into hibernation like little squirrels. And sometimes, you know, I can get a bit blue in the winter and that's really common. People, people can get blue when there's no sunshine. We need to paint the sun back in our sky, don't we? And so I, I just wanted to to talk to my friend and um, I wasn't really complaining, actually. I was just telling her how I was feeling. And I didn't really want advice. I didn't want her to fix it. You know, that friend that wants to fix it and it comes from a nice place, like they want to fix it because they think that's helpful. But sometimes fixing isn't helpful. And she said to me, well, you need to get off the sofa and you need to put some makeup on and you need to get in the shower and you need to go out for a walk and you need to wear nice dresses and lose some weight and get yourself out there and meet people. And and I was like, what? And so that's what I want to talk to you about today, because when is advice good advice? And what is bad advice? When should you give advice? When should you just listen and be there for the person? How many times have people given you advice and it's not been helpful or it's not been what you wanted? But I also think that people who give advice think that you need help. And that's why I say to people, you must ask for help. Like Lots of people don't ask for help because in the past they've asked for help and they've not gotten it or they've asked for help and the person hasn't given them the help they wanted or ignored them. And there are always helpers. And so if in the past we have not been helped, we must continue to seek out the people who can give us help because not everyone can. But 
Do all your friends come to you with their problems and do they actually ask you for advice or do they just want someone to sit with them while they feel angry or sad or blue or disappointed? You know, I think that helps those feelings pass a lot quicker than someone saying, right, let's do this and let's do that because that makes you feel like, oh, I can't have these feelings. I actually felt judged and criticised by my friend. But I know my friend and I know she wanted to help me. And at that point when she was saying all those things, I felt really upset. So I couldn't find my words to say to her, hey, I, I feel really judged right now. I don't need to, I don't need you to fix it for me. I just wanted I just wanted to have some time with you on the phone to chat. I just wanted some company while I was feeling a bit blue. Does that does that make sense? And sometimes I can remember when I was growing up, I used to get the blame for not helping. So like I'd be sitting watching telly and my mum would be hoovering and tidying up. And then she would turn the telly off and shout and say, no one's helping me. I'm doing all the tidying up. This house is a mess. Da, 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 da. But she never asked for help. So it's not fair, is it, that because we're doing something, we want help. We can't read people's minds we need to say, hey guys, can we just turn the telly off for a minute and have a tidy up and then you can sit down and watch the telly. That's all you need to do, but you've got to actually ask. So I think there's two things there. We can't expect people to mind read us. We must ask for help, but we also mustn't assume, assume or guess that because someone is having a problem or a struggle or a challenge, that it's our job to fix it and it's our job to make it right. Don't be a fix-it friend. That that would be, that's how I address it. Like, don't be a fix-it friend unless somebody actually asks you for advice. So people ask me for advice on here all the time. People ask me questions. Smiley, how do I do this? Smiley, how do I do that? Smiley, why isn't this working? Smiley, why do I feel rubbish? And hopefully every episode will be an answer to your question. But you have the choice. You can choose to take my advice or you might listen to things that I say on here and think, uh, what's she talking about? That's not that's not how it is for me. And so therefore that advice isn't useful to you. So people will give you lots of advice when you're growing up. Um, because there's so much to learn when you're growing up. And I, I you know, I always say stay curious, ask questions, ask for help. It's good to be that way. I think all the time that we're learning, we're growing as people. So I think the way that we care, show people that we care the most is not by giving advice, actually, but just by listening. So are you a good listener? Or do you feel like it's your job to come up with all the answers for the other person? Or do you feel like it's your job to fix it? Or do you feel like it's your job to make them feel better? You know, often, and I think I've said this before, when babies cry, Mums get frustrated and upset. So mums, if you're listening, this is for you because they can't stop their baby from crying. But sometimes crying is the only way that babies can communicate to us, can express themselves. And if we can't stop them from crying, it's not always a bad thing. Sometimes they've just got a lot to say. <laughs> um, yeah. So, you know, 
other people can work stuff out for themselves. And that is how we learn by experience. So I think wild hearts learn best by experiencing things for themselves. And I definitely know as a wild heart, I do not like being told what to do. Oh, here's another story about advice. I was on the train with my friend going to London. This was back before before the COVID aloka. And um, I was wearing a new coat and she sort of commented on it and said it was nice. And I said, thank you. And she said, I wouldn't wear that scarf with it though. You need a scarf like mine. And I was like, rude actually. So I had a woolly scarf on with this coat and she had like a silk, you know, light scarf, flowery scarf on. And I just thought, wow, you've just paid me a compliment. And then you've just criticized me at the same time. All, all feeling like you're trying to be helpful, but I didn't actually ask you to give me feedback on what I was wearing, you know? And I also don't think other people are allowed to comment on what we look like, how much we weigh, what our hair is like, um, who we are and what we do, unless we ask for feedback. I know so many children who've been bullied and been called fat or been bullied for what they eat or what they look like. And that is so boundary breaking. That is not okay. It's like going into someone's personal emotional space. You don't get to say that about someone. Oh, I'm going off on a rant now, but that has come up in coaching a couple of times this week. And I'm just like, how can you call someone fat to their face? That's just rude and mean and unkind and not okay. You know, like, you know, like, um, we say that there's personal physical space around us. There's also emotional space around us that other people can't come into without our say-so, you know? So I do find, as a wild heart, the best lessons that I've learned in life are the ones that I've experienced myself, that I've gone through myself. And today I'm going to share with you some of the lessons, the life lessons that I've experienced. And there'll be some nuggets of advice for you. And if you don't want my advice, I give you permission to switch this episode off now and not listen to any more and go and listen to another one or go and play or go and have something to eat or go and chill out in front of the TV, whatever you want to do. But maybe there'll be something in there that might be helpful. The best advice that I was ever given (laughs) um, when I was panicky, when I was worried about something was to remember chocolate cake. Do you you know about the chocolate cake thing? So I have another client, let's call her Betty. And Betty hated it. Every time she got panicky and couldn't breathe, people would scream in her face. Again, this is unasked for advice. Breathe, breathe, breathe. Remember your breathing. Remember your breathing. Remember your breathing. But when you're in a panic, when you're in a panic, your thinking brain goes offline. You know, it's like the Wi-Fi clicks out on, (laughs) on your iPad. And you can't think like that. So you can't remember your two, four, six, eight breathing or breathe in for four and breathe out for four. You can't, you can't think like that because the panic has taken over your whole body. So um, what I was taught was if you feel panicky, just think of chocolate cake. And chocolate cake is you just smell the chocolate. So I'm holding a cake in front of me. Smell the chocolate. Breathe in and blow out the candles breathe out. So, you know, when you're upset, all you have to do is remember the chocolate cake. You don't need 50,000 people in your face going, breathe, 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 breathe. 
That's what I mean. I hate it when people, but those people want to help you. Ah, here's the question though. Do they want to help you because they want to help you or do they want to help you because seeing you not be able to breathe makes them feel panicky as well? There's a little bit of that going on, I think. So let me share some of these stories with you of how I learned some lessons in my life. And uh, yeah, I'd be interested to hear what you think. So pop on over to the forum and give me give me some feedback. I'm asking for feedback. There you go. I'm asking for feedback. Right, here we go. You ready? The first thing that I wish I'd known growing up was that you are lovable without doing anything right? So my advice would be just be you. (laughs) Just be yourself. You don't have to pretend. You don't have to, you know, be the most helpful or the best. You just have to be a you. So I just have to be a Lisa and you just have to be a whatever your name is. And school teaches us that we're good when when we do good things like get good grades or when we're helpful. But Actually, just by being you, you are lovable. So when I think about that, when I'm getting all busy and stressy, that just makes me think, oh, I can just be Elisa today. That's all I have to do is wake up and be Elisa. Just be me. So that, that, that's, quite, that's quite an important piece of advice. But remember, <laughs> it's up to you if you take it or not. Okay. And then the other thing that I wish someone had told me was that friendship is a choice. So wild hearts get on well with other wild hearts or people who are kind and respectful because they they like to be around people that understand that their sensitivity is a superpower. Do you remember in episode 10, the one with the ouchy bruise, we talked about you know being sensitive and that if people didn't understand, that hurt us more. But you don't have to hang around with people. You don't have to hang around with people who don't get that about you or when you've spent time with them you don't feel nice or you you know a bit like with my friend on the train with the scarf or you come away and you think oh that wasn't that wasn't very pleasant I didn't really enjoy that and it's funny because I'm very sensitive to what other people say and then the next time I see that friend I always think about what I'm going to wear well that's no good is it because I'm not just being me then I'm then dressing for my friend to get her approval to stop her from criticizing me. That's not right. There is a bonus episode on friendship in here, which you could go back and revisit, but I'm all for hanging around with people that make you feel good. And I know when you're at school, that's a bit difficult because you might be in the same classroom as someone that you don't like or you don't get on with, but you don't have to ignore them or be mean to them. You can smile and say hello, but you just don't need to play with them or get involved with them. You don't need to go there with them. You don't need to put yourself through that. The other thing that I wish someone had told me is there's nothing wrong with you if you feel different. Gosh, I cannot tell you how many wild hearts that I've worked with who feel left out or wrong because they're not the same as other people in their family or they're not the same as their friendship group, but you're meant to be different. And if you try and be like everyone else, Like those popular kids in the popular group that everyone wants to be in, they're not being themselves. They're following fashion. They're following trends. They're trying to be the best all the time. They're not just waking up in the morning and go, oh, I'm just going to be me. They're actually trying to be someone to get other people to like them so they can be in the popular group. 
No, 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 no. So you're meant to be different. You're just meant to be you. There is only one of you in the whole world. And so get to know you, be happy, love all of you. All of you is lovely and be kind to yourself. So I wish someone had told me that because I would see other people doing other stuff and I would think, oh, I'm I'm not doing what they're doing. Well, I must be doing it wrong. And I would make myself wrong. Do you make yourself wrong? Just, just know that being you is fine. I think that's the message for this one. My advice is just be you. Just be you. You, 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 you. Before we carry on, I've got another question for you. <laughs> what do you think your future self would say to your younger self? Like, What's the thing that you stress about the most? And then what advice would you give your younger self? I think I'd say to my younger self, um, you can be brave and afraid at the same time. Um, feeling your feelings is more important than how things look. It's safe for you to make mistakes. And trust yourself. Put your hand on your heart and trust yourself. Life is on your side. And um, do you remember in episode 42 when I told you about that story of what, of the monkey? Go back and listen to that because that really shows you that life is on your side. And um, yeah, I, there's so many things I would say to myself. But then I don't know if my younger self would listen to my older self because she's a wild heart and she would like be like, don't tell me what to do. Don't give me unsolicited advice. <laughs> but there is there is something about people giving you advice that makes you feel like you're doing it wrong. Like, the, or that they know better than you do. They know, they know what's right for you. And actually, nobody knows what's right for you. Only you do. And maybe you don't know and you're still learning and trying to figure it out and that's okay. So... I would definitely say that you can be brave and scared at the same time. Because I was quite scared as a child and I used to worry a lot about things. I used to lie in bed awake at night. I think I've talked about this on here before and, and not be able to go to sleep because my brain was just full of worries. And nowadays I just kind of hand them all over. Um, I either write them down in my journal or I just say them into my hands and release them into the sky. And I say, you can't do anything about that now. It's 10 o'clock at night. You need to shut your eyes and go to sleep. <laughs> and there's lots of nice episodes on here, isn't there, with relaxations to give your brain another job to do so you can use your imagination and think about other things before you go to sleep. So yeah. Um, before we, we wrap up for today, I'd also be interested to know what have you enjoyed learning about most on Truly Madly Smiley? Or what's the best advice that you've gotten from listening to Truly Madly Smiley? Pop your answers in the members forum. Let me know. I'd be interested to hear that. I also think the other wild hearts would like to hear it too, because as we share our stories, remember, we realize that we're not alone with our stuff. And none of this stuff is bad. It's just part of being a messy human. <laughs> so anything that I've mentioned today that might be helpful, I shall pop in the show notes. Where will you find them? over at smileyforlife.com forward slash T for truly, M for madly, S for smiley, 88. And the next time somebody asks you for advice, you can give it if you, if you, if you know the answer or you want to help. Um, but, but really, if you see someone struggling, help when you can. But if you can't, that's okay. You don't have to take responsibility for other people. I think the best way to help is just to be with somebody and love them while they're 
working stuff out. And I, you know, I beam love to people that I love who are struggling. So while they talk, I listen, put my hand on my heart, and I just imagine like rays, rainbow rays or pink rays or white rays coming out of my heart and just surrounding them like in a big bubble. And I just think to myself, I don't have to work it all out. Nobody knows them as well as they know themselves. And I'm just here to be their cheerleader. You know, like the cheerleaders with the pom-poms who cheer on the, the footballers or the soccer players on the side of the pitch. Because people do need to learn by working stuff out for themselves, don't they? <laughs> so I am your cheerleader and I am your front, your friendly aunt. And I'm always, always on your team. So till next time, take care of you. Lovely wild heart. I'll see you very soon. Bye for now. If you like that episode, remember to tell all your friends. Spread the smiles for miles and miles. Don't keep the secrets to yourself. <laughs> <laughs>